Welcome to Banega Swasth India podcast. Our focus is one health, one planet, one future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because Swasth Bharat is Sampan Bharat. I'm Ambika Singh Kama and today we will be talking to Dr. Rakesh Mishra, Director Tata Institute for Genetics and Society and former Director of Council of Scientific and Industrial Research. Center for Cellular and Molecular Biology about how India has scaled up its genome sequencing capability and how crucial will this be in not just fighting covid-19 but also other disease outbreaks you know the first thing i think which all our viewers would want to know is that we are in the third year of the covid-19 pandemic and new variants of this virus just keep emerging fatigue has obviously set in uh, so for better understanding of our viewers is it something unique of the sars cov2 that it is mutating so much and we have new variants uh, every now and then uh, see the sars uh, there are several such viruses already known uh, yes. and many of them uh, cause disease uh, they are infectious so there is nothing unusual about this particular uh, virus as far as the this family of viruses is concerned and mutation in these viruses is the very crucial component of their survival strategy so that is how they acquire new characters evade immune system because they have to find the host uh, again and again if they don't do that then they will be eliminated so that is very normal uh, and that's what this virus is doing this virus does not have mutational uh, uh, features which are very unusual or fa- uh, uh, more efficient than other similar viruses that are known okay. so and uh, new variant will keep coming uh, because uh, uh, as i said there is selection pressure on the virus once we get infected we develop immunity then virus will try to reinfect at that time it has to fight the immunity that we have gained okay. whether it is by uh, natural infection or by in this case uh, even vaccination okay. and the other thing viruses always are competing with others is to uh, in infect as many people as possible in okay. that this virus has uh, uh, acquired quite a bit that is very very infectious hmm. so the new variants uh, uh, will be more infectious because that is why uh, they will come into existence otherwise they will not be able to compete so there is a very na- natural process which is expected from such viruses uh, what this is doing as well so like you just said you know i mean coronavirus has happened in the past be it the sars outbreak in 2002 or the mers outbreak in 2012 how is this pandemic different from the previous uh, outbreaks uh there are a couple of things which uh, make this virus unique one is uh, our behavior compared to 20 years ago uh, the uh, our planet has become smaller in terms of uh, people reaching one place to other so when we travel we also carry uh, things like infection the second thing is this virus is uh, 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 far more infectious than uh, earlier sars or mers is uh, tenfold or even more infectious than those and that's what has given this virus advantages luckily it's not as lethal as sars and mers because they were much more dangerous so if this kind of infection happened that time that would have wiped out Uh, a huge uh, number Numbers. so this is less uh, 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 dangerous in terms of mortality but is extremely infectious uh, 
probably uh, i mean more infectious and these are then only the measles and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or something like common cold of a similar category otherwise so that's what has led to the uh, what we uh, have observed as a pandemic because it spread so fast i mean yeah. you have seen uh, in november sometime uh, uh, we found that there's a, a variant called omicron in mm-hmm. african countries and within 4 5 weeks we have shared the air and everybody the uh, all all whole world there was a omicron so that fast is the 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 spread of this virus so that was has given this advantage so the spread you know yes. uh, dr mishra how were the earlier outbreaks curtailed and why are we still really struggling uh, to put an end to the covid-19 pandemic this is also when we have so many vaccines and the vaccines have been developed in record time so this was not the case earlier so do you think it's because again the way it's spreading because of the infectiousness of the disease exactly yeah so uh, if when a virus becomes infectious it has many advantages because this mm-hmm. is able to present newer and newer variants faster because the variants will come only when the virus infects another individual and creates new mutations most of them will be not useful for the virus so they disappear but few that are more infectious they survive and they uh, start to dominate in the population sure. and since this is being infectious one infected person can infect 10 other infected people while uh, mers and uh, sars will infect maybe one or two so that means that you can imagine this is a chain reaction Yeah. so uh, earlier ones were not so infectious once people realized very little uh, care uh, this uh, terminated the chain and uh, uh, one of them is disappeared and other one once in a while keep coming yeah. but this one because of its infectiousness is uh, spread fast and newer variants also express themselves or they are uh, they spread uh, far more uh, 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 with larger speed okay as you mentioned we have vaccine now so we should be able to control that and that's what actually has happened the vaccines have saved millions of lives so what is happening is uh, uh, that vaccines are not able to prevent the infection they are able to prevent the seriousness of the disease so people may get infected but our immunity uh, uh, defense uh, and uh, virus is not able to cause much damage although to some degree it will uh, prevent the infection uh, in the beginning of the infection as well but since the virus spreads fast more variants come then uh, before our body gets prepared uh, the new variants uh, starts to attack and that's why like omicron spread so fast mm-hmm. uh, although most people had prior immunity of one kind or other but this was able to uh, break through that immunity and spread but okay. luckily as i said the uh, uh, because of the prior protection uh, those who were either infected or were vaccinated did not suffer much from omicron but others did suffer a lot many countries the lots of deaths because of omicron mm-hmm. uh, where there were no vaccination or uh, less infection prior to uh, so vaccination definitely i think is key absolutely. and of course like all covid protocols are still important you know from wearing a mask to maintaining social distancing moving on uh, dr mishra you know uh, something which we want to know about is just for our viewers a very, very basic question what is genome sequencing and what role does it play in disease um, uh, outbreaks or its prevention so genome is the uh, uh, the genetic material of all living beings like we are unique or what we are because of our genome 
So this virus genome is in form of RNA. Most of the other organisms have DNA as their genetic material. And the complete sequencing, that means reading the complete detail of this genome is called genome sequencing. That's essentially the chemical units that make the genome we decipher by uh, using some technology and machines. So we know exactly what those 30,000 letters in this virus are. So now since the virus is changing, a change virus then infects and then new chains are added and so on. So we can actually uh, plot the relationship between one infection to other. The way we can plot the relationship among individuals, parents and uh, their children and their grandparents and so on by just reading their DNA sequence. Similarly, by reading the genome of the virus, we can actually connect the relatedness of this virus, same uh, 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 virus with different variants, and find out a, how it is spreading, which are the pathways, whether it went first to Bombay, then to Delhi, then to Kolkata, so on. So we can actually figure out uh, mm-hmm. if we do in detail way. Second thing is, uh, as the virus is changing, new and new variations are coming. And some of them will be more harmful, some of them may be less harmful. So suddenly if we see people are falling sick more than uh, previous, so or suddenly there is more infection than uh, earlier. So we wonder whether a new variant has come or people have done partying and marriage uh, dinner and that is why it has spread. So if you go and sequence, you will immediately know. So, uh, so uh, for example, now we know the recent increase in cases is not because of new variant. It is because of the activity of the people. But when we see that uh, cases are increased and we see this new variant, then we know we have to take uh, additional precaution. New bug has come around. And the third thing which genome sequencing does is the finding the target uh, of the virus which can be used for, uh, uh, for the drug and of course the vaccine. Why vaccine came so fast? Because the moment the virus infection was identified, its sequence was made available. And within weeks, uh, people started working on the vaccine. And there was some prior uh, lead mm-hmm. because of the vaccination that was tried with the earlier uh, SARS virus. So same thing was adopted and the vaccines uh, did become available extremely fast. Like, it yes. was like magic. None of us Absolutely. were expecting so many vaccines will become available and they have been really helpful in fighting this Combating pandemic. Disease, yes. You know, again, uh, in terms of genome sequencing, how big are India's capabilities compared to other countries in the world? And what kind of infrastructure does India have for genome sequencing? So genome sequence capabilities is reasonable in our country, particularly uh, for uh, sequencing the genome of the uh, SARS-CoV-2. It's actually trivial in terms of, if you think of the technology and capacity that we have, we have Mm -hmm. tremendous capacity for this. Of course, there are countries like UK and all, they are far ahead of us, uh, even they are oh. smaller countries in terms of genome capacity. Uh, but sequencing the uh, SARS-CoV-2 genome is not really, uh, capacity is not an issue. We have a lot of that. Uh, there are many places, uh, 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 10, 12 places where you can do very, very high throughput. You can sequence thousands and thousands in each day. But there are hundreds of other centers where you can do small-scale sequencing, which is uh, uh, reasonable and uh, 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 what is actually desired uh, uh, in that uh, in that detail. So uh, we have capacity. Only thing we do not have is that we need to import the chemicals, uh, the consumables that are used to run those machines. We have machines. Uh, once you buy the machine, then it is there. But uh, the consumables that are used, they are uh, imported and that costs money. Hmm. And sometimes if you could make our own, that will become cheaper. So for example, 
these days each sequencing will cost a few thousand maybe 3 4000 depending upon which machine you are using what is the throughput you are using it may cost a couple of thousand or it may cost 5 6000 but if we could make our own reagent it may go down maybe even tenfold the cost uh, yeah, yeah. okay again another thing you know prior to the pandemic i think this is something a lot of people would want to know uh, what all was india using genome sequencing for and how was it driving uh, policy decisions so the earlier the week we were interested in so much of uh, 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 genome sequencing uh, mm-hmm. for the people uh, uh, as you know uh, even the, the csir's lab uh, ccmb in hyderabad has been using an igib in delhi have been using extremely uh, extensively uh, uh, human genome uh, sequencing approaches for variety of reasons for example studies in ccmb showed that 70000 years ago uh, andamanis people came from africa uh, following the uh, uh, the western coast and then tip of the country and then using water uh, uh, ways to reach andamanikova that was established because of the genome sequencing you compare the genomes of those people and relate this way we could figure out how the indian subcontinent was populated in two waves and so on also india has extremely uh, 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 rich uh, uh, variety uh, in in the in the people in different uh, ethnic groups we have 5000 or so ethnic groups and we can distinguish them not only by their uh, features but also by genetic means and nowadays genet- genome sequencing becoming extremely useful in deciding what kind of disease we might get what kind of treatment we should get particularly for example cancer or psychiatric diseases 50% or more number of times drugs don't work for the individual of a particular genetic makeup so if we uh, carefully collect information then we can tell which drug will be useful for which uh, uh, person and we can avoid uh, unnecessary uh, uh, treatment and also the toxicity and other discomfort that person goes through without getting any benefit of those treatment mm-hmm. and of course uh, lots of uh, cattle and crop genomes were sequenced for obvious reason that people want to improve the variety understand how what are the genetic features that determine their character and lot of microbiome genome uh, was also being sequenced so those were main uh, mainly for following a particular uh, biology question or some application uh, that we want to make by genome editing or understanding the genome and as i said for humans of disease and understanding the mm-hmm. genetic variations that we have but so, uh, i mean that was before the pandemic how much do you think uh, in in our country has uh, genome sequencing evolved since the covid-19 uh, outbreak so the genome sequencing we don't need to uh, evolve much technology is already in place it's just that okay. more and more lab has started using it so that is a good thing that has happened there are smaller machines which are uh, i mean like very high throughput machine may cost 8 9 crores uh, to set that up but there are machine that can cost a lakh or two uh, they will do very uh, uh, low throughput sequencing but uh, uh, you can do uh, use them at very remote places they don't require much setup so that has increased a lot i guess more than 100 or so places you can do genome sequencing that is very good thing because you need locally such uh, capacities to be established yeah and uh, also people have learned more that uh, uh, a the idea that genome sequencing can be useful as i mentioned you can use it for drug development for vaccine development understand and its importance as well surveillance is important has come 
never before uh, in the history we have used genome sequencing so much to understand and use it for surveillance purposes and relate so for example if some places uh, uh, why some people fall sick and some don't fall sick mm-hmm. whether they are themselves more susceptible or they are infected by different variants when do sequencing then we can figure out what is the reason and take appropriate action you know dr mishra the other thing how is whole genome sequencing as an epidemiological tool helped india fight the pandemic uh, uh so there are uh, uh, i mean this has been useful in the sense that we are confident whether new for example in current situation when we speak mm-hmm. today we know the cases in, that are increasing are because of new variant or because yeah. of the human behavior so this gives us now you may have seen that some states have already started uh, urging people to wear mask earlier they said okay mask uh, yeah. is not necessary so they know that uh, if we change our behavior we will control but if it was a different variant then we have to think up more strict measures whether we should uh, do a partial uh, restrictions and travel restrictions and so on so i can give you one example for example when the uk variant came which is called alpha variant mm-hmm. uh, then there was a government made a rule that whoever comes from uk or abroad airports they should be tested and they are positive it should be figured out whether they have alpha or something else Mm-hmm. so we were so we were doing in hyderabad uh, with the cooperation of the municipal corporation local government and hyderabad airport and each person who was uh, tested positive we will do the sequencing and within couple of days we know which one is the whether it's uh, and we identified many variants and they were then put for uh, 14 days quarantine and in south of india alpha variant did not enter because hyderabad is major airport and we were able to prevent that while in delhi did not happen whether we did sequencing or these people managed somehow to escape and uh, alpha came uh, and that has actually begun the second wave and later of course delta emerged and again that we we figured out there's a new variant in maharashtra that is uh, increasing the infectivity and in the symptom of the people virus load is more and it turned out that it has a new mutations and that was if you remember was called double mutant or indian variants later it became delta when the proper nomenclature was done and so once we know that new variant is coming at some places it's emerging then we have to see the information is only as useful as you use it yes. otherwise it is in the closed computers or files mm-hmm. so sharing the information as soon as possible with as many large scale as possible is the key thing we should That's not be afraid of sharing the information if we are sh- not sharing the information after some time it's actually useless it's just say another so sharing point. information is key and i think rightly what you said that uh, genome sequencing is definitely helped uh, you know to a understand the pandemic better and like what you yes. said i mean once you share the experience a lot can be gained out of that knowledge Dr. Mishra, what percentage of the samples being tested for COVID nineteen are being genome sequenced, and is it as per any established international benchmark? Uh, so the, I think uh, when during the peak of the uh, the waves, like even this uh, second wave, we didn't have so much of capacity. Although uh, I mean capacity we had, but we were not sequencing so much, and uh, okay. uh, uh, then the insacog and these things were done and. Uh, in an organized way with a, with a proper strategy sequencing was started but even during the third wave peak we were sequencing quite a bit uh, which was reasonable the one criteria we can say that we have sequenced enough is that we have not uh, 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 
caught off guard that a new variant came in large number and we did not uh, pick it uh, early on so each time even uh, omicron when it came uh, in bangalore we picked very early uh, in a visitor and then as soon as it started to spread we were knowing what proportion of this is spreading and then slowly it actually replaced delta completely yeah so using those the one thing is to go by numbers when you are uh, having several lakh cases a per day you can't sequence even 1% because that's a very large number yeah uh, but now days when the cases are low uh, we tend to become a little bit relaxed now we think that there is no much problem now and this is the time actually we should be sequencing more because now wherever we we find a new variant we should focus there and uh, choke the virus wherever it's emerging rather than when it spreads many places then it's out of control mm-hmm. i think that and, that's a very important point which you exactly. pointed out and if we see somewhere people are falling more sick go and see uh, every person who comes to hospital with covid uh, uh, mm-hmm. infection must be sequenced because why this person landed in the hospital although most people are asymptomatic or they don't need hospital care True. so maybe person may have comorbidity okay the we will know that but maybe it is a new variant mm-hmm. if new variant then we have to take precautions and those are the thing we should be more careful so we have capacity we have uh, 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 now know how how to handle this data is just that the planning uh, of proper strategy having proper strategy to sequencing is and its implementation of course uh, is something it's which we should thing. not relax uh, we should keep pushing and be careful mm-hmm. so with i mean we do know i mean of course you've told us the importance and you know how we can be use an implementation of course is key with variants emerging constantly dr mishra how important is it to scale up our gen- genome sequencing capability to fight this pandemic and are there any major challenges uh, you would like to share with us any roadblocks to such expansion of capabilities if needed so as i said the capabilities we have and uh, there has been expansion of the uh, small scale sequencing centers in remote places because if you don't do there then you have to bring the sample and uh, with some flight or something and it may take uh, a- additional day or two and uh, locally doing something and sharing the result with local bodies is important so i'm not so much worried about the uh, the capacity we have actually enough capacity as i said the sequencing of this virus is trivial in terms of genomics uh, because it's very small genome compared to when we sequence humans or other plants or animals what is challenging is to have a uh, proper sample collection strategy we are large country so we have to collect samples from every district at least once in a week or with some whatever is a, 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 a affordable uh, uh, strategy and uh, make sure that why the randomized geographical locations are covered on a, uh, on a uh, uh, regular basis so that if a new variant comes we catch it uh, uh, soon the other strategy as i said that all the hospital uh, uh, hospitalized patient should be sequenced so any time because even if virus is more infectious it is still okay but if it is more dangerous in terms of disease and symptoms leading to hospitalization that's the problem that we have to uh, very keenly watch for those variants and prevent them from spreading and only correlating the infection with the genome sequence will tell us whether new variant is causing this or some other reason and then take appropriate thank you for putting that really well uh, just to ask you questions what are some of the big learnings uh, dr mishra you feel that from this pandemic oh, so pandemic uh, 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 has taught us many things a 
the way we work we are not going to work the same way now uh, work from home and many other things like we are having interview like this uh, that was not that common before and now we are using it for our professional purpose uh, on, on a regular basis yes. so and the second thing we have realized how uh, important infectious diseases are and being developed country is not enough maximum damage has happened people now if the if you consider number of people dying it is the one of the most powerful country right usa so uh, that means the infectious diseases uh, are uh, are important for us to take care second thing we have seen that although we say we are a civilized world but if one country has four doses of vaccine and entire continent is not having even a single dose is a shame for the humanity and it's not only even safe uh, for the humanity because that means virus will be playing the places where there are unprotected people and it will come uh, back to everybody so vaccination has to be covered the vaccine equity is extremely important and to me the most important thing is that uh, uh, that we realize we should realize that uh, this planet belongs to all creatures it doesn't only belong to people you know the all the pandemics come from the wild because we go and encroach the wild we in, we disturb them we eat them while we have not grown them in our farms or uh, our, our our fields so that's uh, the we have to learn to live within the scope of uh, uh, resources and uh, uh, healthcare system needs extra, i mean so many people died uh, in the second wave uh, because of the crowding in the hospitals so what are the ways we can uh, prevent them from happening next pandemic will come the way we are developing so called developing the way we are disturbing the wildlife the global changes happening we are very uh, closely interacting with the wild uh, 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 ecosystem yeah therefore the, it is likely that pandemics will come so we should be prepared we should do constant surveillance uh, which is uh, uh, which is very very important if we don't do that we will be uh, inviting uh, trouble for us thank you so much dr mishra for being a part of this podcast and sharing your expertise with our listeners that's it on the banika swasthya podcast this week if you have comments queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future do please write to us on bsi podcast at the rate ndtv.com remember bsi stands for banika swasthya You can also connect with us on Banegas Vasindya handles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and continue the conversation through the week. Till next week, this is Ambika Singh Kama signing off. Stay healthy and stay safe.